Welcome to the Bible Workshop with Pastor Lee and Danita Body. Each week we will take you on a journey into the Bible, exploring truth and faith. So stop wondering and start exploring with us. Let's go back in time for a moment. Back to when you were a child. Give me an amen right where you are if you've ever heard these words from your parent. Okay, ready? Did you hear what I said? Then why didn't you do it? <laughs> Those uh, words. Amen. Did you hear what I said? Then why didn't you do it? So fill in the blank with whatever it is you didn't do, right? You didn't clean your room. You didn't wash your hands. You didn't do your homework. The list is varied. In any case, the expectation was that you would respond without haste to the instructions given to you. Well, it's quite a similar scenario in our faith walk. The space between the message we have heard and how we respond to it. Welcome back and greetings to our first time listeners. I'm Danita Body. I'm here with my husband, Pastor Lee Body. Amen. Welcome everyone. Um, welcome everyone who, who has been with us and has been listening to our podcast. And if, if it's a new person out there, and I hope it is, um, welcome to you as well. It, it is a privilege to be with you. And we feel like you have a seat at the table here with us right That's now. That's right. Amen. And we, we enjoy this. Enjoy your company. Amen. Now, I'm going to go back to what you said in your intro. Mm-hmm. I've been told that before. Right? Over and over again. And and you've even said it as a parent. Over and now. over again. And, and but, that's, right. that's right. But I tried to and, keep it like neutral with us, right? Yeah, it's just right. like we've heard it as a child, what child mm-hmm. hasn't. And I remember sometimes I responded, sometimes I didn't. But mm-hmm. I remember the times when I did, it was beneficial. Absolutely. <laughs> to my life. <laughs> to my life. Absolutely. <laughs> so <laughs> I thank God for that. And, 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 and thank you for the times I didn't, because then I was able to learn that I needed to. That's right. But but that was a perfect introduction for what the Word of God says to all of us, right? Amen. God says that to us as well, um, and that's what we want to talk about today, and 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 some other things. But but that's that's the crux of what we're going to get into. Amen. All and we're coming to you from the Gospel of Saint Luke, chapter eight. The Gospel of St. Luke, chapter 8, and I think you're going to read 4 through 15. Is 4 that through 15. Okay. Now, if you have, after we're done this, and you want to go back over what we've done, just read all of chapter 18. I mean, chapter 8. Yes. Just read all of chapter 8, but we're going to condense it for the sake of this podcast. Amen. We'll do 4 through 15. Amen. Okay. Amen. I'm going to read from the New International Version. Um, that's Luke, chapter 8, verses 4 through 15 from the NIV. Amen. The Word of the Lord, verse 4. When a large crowd was coming together, and those from the various cities were journeying to him, he spoke by way of a parable. The sower went out to sow his seed, and as he sowed, some fell beside the road, and it was trampled underfoot, and the birds of the air ate it up. Other seed fell on rocky soil, and as soon as it grew up, it withered away because it had no moisture. Verse 7. Other seed fell among the thorns, and the thorns grew up with it and choked it out. Other seed fell into the good soil and grew up and produced a crop a hundred times as great. As he said these things, he would call out, He who has ears to hear, let him hear. Verse 9. His disciples began questioning him as to what this parable meant, and he said, To you... It has been granted to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God, but to the rest it is in parables, so that seeing they may not see, and hearing they may not understand. 
Verse 11. Now the parable is this. The seed is the word of God. Those beside the road are those who have heard. Then the devil comes and takes away the word from their heart so that they will not believe and be saved. Those on the rocky soil are those who, when they hear, receive the word with joy. And these have no firm root. So they believe for a while, and in time of temptation, they fall away. Verse 14. The seed which fell among the thorns, these are the ones who have heard, and as they go on their way, they are choked with worries and riches and the pleasures of this life, and they bring no fruit to maturity. Verse 15. But the seed in the good soil, these are the ones who have heard the word in an honest and good heart, and hold it fast and bear fruit with perseverance. Amen. 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 Lord, Adda. blessing to the reading and mm-hmm. understanding of his word. Okay. Amen. Amen. So I want to jump right in. I want to jump right in with a couple of questions. I'm trying to get my thoughts together so I can do this in such a way where it makes sense. Okay. So I'm not jumping all over the place. But first of all, what is a parable? Um, it is a, it's a story that has a message and it generally draws from things that the listener is familiar with. Okay. Does that make yeah. sense? Yes, yes. It's like a story with the message. Right. And mm-hmm. said, but the but the the you know contents of it are generally things that the reader would understand. Yeah, and embedded in that it's a truth he's trying truth. to portray, yeah, truth, right? I and mean. by way of a story. So sometimes it's a story parable. Now you kinda answer my second question when you said that, which is good. And my second question was why did Jesus teach his people in this way? And you said it, because they can resonate with what he's saying. Yeah. Uh, they they would hear that and say, okay, I kind of get it. Now, whether they got it fully was, was you know, sometimes they have to keep living a little bit to get yeah. it, but they, they were drawn in. They understood what he was saying, right? Yeah, because he would use things that they were familiar with. But sometimes reading parables today, like there's a lot of agricultural references because there were a lot of farmers and sheep herders and such, right? We're not that today. So sometimes we have to kind of read it again and draw the meaning. I think if Jesus gave us a parable today, it would use things that we're familiar with that's right right, right yeah. now well, but you know kind of like you did in your introduction yeah, uh, yeah. to to our podcast right now today yeah um it was it, you, you did it in such a way where we can kind of relate to what you were saying now because you said it that way now i gotta flip back i gotta flip around what i was going to say because i had flipped it now i gotta flip it back <laughs> because of what you said so <laughs> uh, and, and and what i want to say is, uh, to lead off is a lot of jesus's ministry was done in rural areas mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. And that seems to be the setting of this parable he told today, this story. Um, and if you live in a rural area, was brought up in a rural area with farming and, and all of that. Uh, so this probably sounds familiar to you. Right. Whereas to me, I was uh, I was much ignorant, not not totally ignorant, but much ignorant about rural areas. You know, I didn't. Uh, it's funny because my parents did. I didn't milk cows and, and yeah, do all that. Yeah, you don't know how to like grow crops. Right. Stuff. No, no. I don't even know how to grow grass. So um, it was, uh, so I, I, you know, you can kind of get it, but someone who grew up in the area can really get it. Why don't you know how to grow grass? What happened with uh, the grass? Because I burned the grass. My <laughs> very you. My very lawn. <laughs> trying to grow it. confession. Confession is good. Amen. But I think I made a couple of mistakes and, and totally burned the whole, all the grass in my front yard. All right. Just side <laughs> so, note. But this, this leads us into this, this, these seeds, the seed and the soil. Mm-hmm. But even before I go there, as we read the Gospels, it's clear, going back to something else you said in your introduction, it's clear that sometimes the disciples didn't hear what Jesus was trying to say. Yes. Like you said about us and our parents, 
when we were kids, our parents telling us, and then we as parents telling our kids. Yeah. Sometimes they didn't understand his teaching, right? (laughs) (laughs) Which is fine. Sometimes we don't understand Jesus' teaching, right? But they intuitively know it's really important when it gets to Luke chapter 8. And listen, he always makes it plain when they're really confused. Right. He'll yeah. go on and say, okay, listen, okay, this is what I meant. Yes, yes. Because <laughs> right. because sometimes, like in this one, they, you're so, slow. They, they, they'll <laughs> say, what is this? What does this mean? Right. They don't even act like they don't. They got it. They're like, right. what does this mean? Um, so and then he has to explain it to them, which is fine because God wants us. He didn't write the Bible for us to be um, um, confused. Yes. Right. He didn't. There's nothing locked up in the Bible. It's open for, for all of us. To understand and act upon it, right? So, rural areas, right? So, if we go to our text, uh, Luke chapter 8, verse 4, right? And you said a great multitude. A lot of people, right? That's right. They're all coming together, right? This, this is very good because the setting is not just the disciples, but kind of understanding the crowd, right? Yes. And then it said those from various cities. So, from all around, they're journeying to him. Why? Because they had heard about Jesus, heard about his miracles, heard about um, uh, there's something different about him. Uh, so they want to come and see, right? That's natural. Exactly. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, and Jesus, helping them to understand what he's teaching and what he's about, spoke to him by way of a parable that you just explained what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, so verse five, he said, the sower went out to sow his seed. And as he sowed, some fell beside the road mm-hmm. and it was trampled underfoot and the birds of the air ate it up. So what is he saying about that? Because we could take this, you know, verse by verse, if you like. Okay. Um, so what, what is he saying about that? About what, what is he talking about? Period. His word, right? Yes. He's talking yes. about. Um, the um, parable is about a, a farmer, basically. A, yeah. a sower is like a farmer, right? But the deeper meaning is the person of faith. Yes. He's proclaiming the kingdom or the, or of God. The, not even the person of faith. The listener to the word, because actually the first person really isn't a person of faith. But, you know, he's talking about what happens when his word is planted. Yes. So um, he's proclaiming the kingdom of God. Let's understand that. That's what he said. Remember, he's about his father's business. Yes. yes. Since he was born a Virgin Mary, right? Uh, but it's clear the sower is, who's the sower in this reference? Him. Him. Right? Jesus. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and the seed is? His word. Okay, his word. Okay, mm-hmm. I just want to make sure just for, for clarification for those who are listening. Because you got to remember, some people might be listening to us from their car. Mm-hmm. Um, and the good news is that Jesus has come to rule and reign in the lives of the people, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so we want to make sure that's clear. Um, a coming that was built up to fulfill the word of God, mm-hmm. right? The Old Testament scriptures that people possess, right? So the sower went out, he sowed the seed, some fell on, on, but some fell beside the road. What is he referencing there? What does he say in this parable? Well, hold on, because then it, verse 11 through mm-hmm. 15 kind of explain mm-hmm. it. Okay, so, so you do you want to just take it straight as the parable? Okay, yeah, let's do that. We'll do the parable straight right let's now. Let's do it then. So right now, sow or sow seed, some seed falls on the side of the road. Okay, that's right? good. Good, it doesn't, let's take it. So it doesn't fall where, you know, it, it falls by the wayside. Okay. And it's trampled. Because you answered the question, um, uh, what is the seed? You answered it already. Mm-hmm. It's the word mm-hmm. of God. So right. where, where did she get that from? Verse 11. Yes. So verse 11 answered my question from verse 5. Okay, keep going. How how else you want to do this? Okay, so so it, it's giving this this something that they can visualize, uh-huh. right? So they can visualize it. The sower goes out sowing their seed. They're like, okay, yeah, we know what that looks like, and it's scattered, but it's scattered on the side of the you know road, I guess, right? Okay. No, and what it verse, falls to the side? Yeah, and what verse answers that? 
what it is. If I was saying, what is that? Verse 12, right? Yeah. Go ahead. It says, it's, it's answering verse 5. Yeah. So verse 12 says, those beside the road are those who right. have heard. Mm-hmm. And then the devil comes and takes away the word from their heart so that they will not believe and be saved. Okay. Okay. Right? That's, that's ending verse 5. Uh, and it was trampled underfoot and the birds of the air ate it up. Right? Okay. Verse 6. The other seed. So other seed fell on rocky soil. Okay. And as soon as it grew up, it withered away because it had no moisture. So from a farmer's standpoint, if you sow seed on rocky soil, Mm -hmm. right, it's Mm -hmm. not going to have a firm root. Mm -hmm. So it'll grow, but then it's going to wither and fall away. Why? Because rocks can't hold the moisture that it needs, right? Like it needs ground. Okay. So. Yeah. The soil matters. And so someone in a rural area would know this. Mm-hmm. He's telling this, but he's making a bigger point. Read verse 13 for me, please. So 13 says, those on the rocky soil are those who, when they hear, receive the word with joy, but they have no firm root. So they believe for a while, and then in time of temptation, they fall away. Okay. So do you- So it's a short-lived faith. Okay. That's good. Uh, now, because do you want to continue to go through this or use examples from my own life? Um, should I interject in here or <laughs> you want, you want to finish the parable? <laughs> How do you want to do this? Because I've been there uh, as, as I'm For that one. No, yeah. As I'm listening to this play out, okay. as you explain this, I can relate, right? Can you right. relate? I can relate right. um, to, to not take a root at first in my life mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So, but if you want to keep, if you want to continue, we can come back to it. All right, so <laughs> we'll keep no, going. No, go ahead and talk about when it wasn't, yeah. in, when it didn't take root in your like, life. Like when you hear the truth, but you want to do your own thing. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it can't grow if, if it doesn't have the setting is important. Right. Right. Um, and that's what I'm trying to say. The setting is important. If you say, I want to plant some flowers outside my backyard. Right. Well, you have some work to do before you go to Home Depot or whatever and just get the plant. You can't just stick it in the ground and say grow. Right. We have to do some things. Right. Yes. And, and just like in your walk. Yeah. So you become a Christian and then there are some things you have to do. To like create that. good soil for your walk. Yes. You can become a Christian in a moment. You really can. And then you go on and you just keep doing what you were doing before. So it felt good in the moment, but there's no soil to root you. Okay. So the rooting is you're reading the Bible mm-hmm. and inputting more word, mm-hmm. right? You're getting good soil. You're praying. You're you're fellowshipping with other Christians. You're Not attending church service. Yes. You're doing the things. That's good soil. You grow in that kind of soil. Because right? God didn't and save you. And if you don't do that, you wither. Yeah. And that we see it. We see it yep. all the time. Right? Over and over You get again. caught up in a moment in church and the music sounds good and the message, yes, I want Jesus. And you walk down the aisle and then we don't see you again. Amen. Because you went out into the world and it was rocky. Well, and well, you like the rocks. <laughs> amen. And here's the question I posed. How responsive are we to God's word? That's the question, and you you're, you're talking about the answer. Yeah. Because again, God didn't save us just so we can just kind of coast to heaven and do our own thing and then die. No, it's more to this. Yeah. He, he wants you to know more about Him. Build because remember, it's a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. In every relationship, you gotta sow into it, right? And then He wants to use you for His kingdom agenda. So it's not just I know the Lord. That's it. Come on. No, 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 no. It's much more than that, right? Yeah. Now, any love relationship requires some kind of cultivating. Yes. Right? Yes. Um, and so that's what you're talking about. Yeah. And 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 when you and when you uh, when when you explain that to me, like right now, I gotta then look in the mirror and say, 
how's my soil? Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Am I in a position where I'm preparing myself to learn more about him and then be obedient to what I learn and be, you know, be more like him and learn, right? That's what you're talking about. Yeah. Right? So mm-hmm. the actual soil is important that the yes. seed falls in. Yes. <laughs> right? Yes. Is that what you're saying? Okay. Absolutely. Okay. All right, verse seven. Mm-hmm. There's other soil, other yep. seed, rather. Other seed, it says, fell among the thorns, and the thorns grew up with it. So you got the seed growing, right? Mm-hmm. The, the plant fruit growing from the seed, and then you have a thorn growing up with it, and it chokes it out. So that translates into verse 14, right? Mm-hmm. The seed falls among the thorns, and these are the ones who have heard And as they go on their way, they're choked with worries and riches and the pleasures of this life. And they can bring no fruit to maturity. Okay. Now, because you can't bring fruit tells me that God wants you to bring fruit. Yeah. Right. Every time I see stuff like that, I say, oh, that's easy. He wouldn't have put that in there and bring to no fruit to maturity. Mm -hmm. That means he wants you to bring fruit to maturity. He's just telling you how that can get choked out. Because the soil represents different responses to God's word. That's, yes. They represent yes. four different conditions, by the time we're done, of the human heart. And every one of us falls into one of these categories. Absolutely. So you have to ask yourself, where am I? Where am I in this? Yeah. The hard heart, superficial heart, tangled heart, which is what we're talking about now. Mm-hmm. So I, I want you to go in more into verse 14 for us, please. Mm-hmm. Um, choked out. And then he got specific. Because he told you, he didn't leave you... Um, uh, confused what yeah. chokes it out life and and you know what it is i would call it like the lusts of life um the worries of life you know you life starts hitting you and then you're like uh this isn't doing me any good okay so and so you stop attending and yes. you go into your own space or you know, you just want to have fun. They're the pleasures of life. You know, it's like, ah, I want to go. There's a party. There's a baby shower. There's a fill in the blank with whatever it is that happens on a Sunday morning and you can't go to church. Or, or any other day, Bible or study Or Monday day. through Friday, right? And sure. you can't attend because it's your, you know, work and you're working so hard because you want more pleasure and you, the pleasures of life. It's all of that. It's like, I feel like it's just life. Like you let life mm-hmm get in the way well, okay. and choke your walk. Okay, because he talked about the parables, five, six, seven, eight. Mm-hmm. The disciples in verse nine question, questioning him as to what this parable might be. Then he explained it. That's what my wife is doing in 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. Now, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. God, God says, do this. I have some promises for you all and you'll be okay. I don't care what happens in the world. If you do these things, if you follow, believe, you, you said in your introduction about hearing, then you'll be you'll, you'll be fine. Then he says, you start out with choke with worries. What is why would you worry? Like why 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 would you worry? And what does that look like? Okay, why does worry choke it out? Worry says what? If you're worrying, worrying is a sin, by the way. Yeah, it is. What, what does worry say to God? It doubts God. Yeah, you're doubting God. That you can't handle this. When you worry, you doubt God. You doubt his existence. You doubt whether he can handle, whether you the, doubt whether he cares about you. Whatever truly. situation, whether he it's loves doubt. you. It's doubt. Okay, so that's, that was the first one, right? Then riches, you talked about that. Because money got a way of getting in the way, right? I'm still in verse 14. Money has a way to get in the way to choke out God's word, right? Mm-hmm. Um, um, if you're rich, you say you don't need God, right? Because mm-hmm. I got everything I need. Then pleasures. We, you, we some pleasure-loving people. 
by the way, in America, right? <laughs> and yes. then he said it brings no fruit. So I like how he got specific because those are things we can all relate to. Am I right? And brings no fruit to maturity. That's right. And that's the goal. Right. Right. You won't mature in that kind of a situation. Do you want an unripe banana? No. Peach? <laughs> right. Huh? Anything? No? No. 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 It doesn't taste good. Okay. Um, where'd you leave off? Because you were answering. Okay, 14 was answering. So verse eight mm-hmm. is other seed. All right. Here's another kind of seed. Okay. We all want to be this We're getting somewhere, seed. right? This seed fell into good soil. Mm-hmm. It grew up. Grew up, it matured, and it produced a crop a hundred times as great as the seed itself. And he said these things, right? He would call out, he who has ears to hear, let him hear. So uh, verse 15 is the one that correlates with this. And verse 15 says, but the seed in the good soil, these are the ones who have heard the word in an honest and good heart. It's your heart, right? Your heart. And hold it fast and bear fruit with perseverance. Soil. In this in this context, the heart is your soil. Your mm-hmm. heart mm-hmm. is a soil. The soil has to has to be ready, willing, and able to handle the truth that God plants. That's right. So the difference really is the, the seed doesn't change. You notice that? It's not different seed. Because the seed is God's word. It's not like, oh, I didn't have the right seed for the right soil. The seed remains the same. It is the word of God. It never changes. It's the same. Let me ask you. It's the same word of God. Amen. The same word of God falls onto different soil. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. If you have a seed and you're planting, I don't know, name me something. What fruit? Tomatoes. Do you plant a tomato fruit in good soil and get an apple? No. <laughs> right. <laughs> you get the truth of what was planted. Right. Right? <laughs> if your soil is right. You want a nice, big, ripe, juicy tomato. You ain't never right. planted a tomato seed and got a red, delicious apple. That's right. <laughs> but the soil is the key. The truth is the truth. The truth doesn't change. <laughs> it does not change. So, so, and and that's that's really important because yes. you can't say, ah, it wasn't me. I just didn't. And put the blame everywhere else, right? I wasn't in the right church. I wasn't around the right people. I didn't, you know, I, 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 I didn't hear the word the way it was supposed to have been. And that's why I didn't grow. That's why I fell away. That's why, that's why. The seed is the same. The soil. Us, we are, the soil. right? The, We're the, the ones. Heart. We're the, the soil is your heart. Now, Where's your heart? Where is your heart? I got a question. I got another question. I'm mm-hmm. asking you questions. I'm giving you I'm dropping bombs today question, in question uh, uh, form. You and I, we flew to California recently. Yeah. Right? Not too long ago. And it's a scanner, right? We got a scanner. The scanner checks and see what you're bringing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they always, when they get to your bag, check it Every because, because you, Every are, single time. you have stuff. That, and I already know it now. I'm like, let yeah. me just situate it. Because you have so stuff in there to get to. for your because you're asthmatic, right? Yeah. So you have stuff you have to bring. Yeah. So it's, it's like an automatic one. It's like, all right, go ahead, take her on to the <laughs> side. Right? But they scan, they scan your bag. Yeah. And they're checking for stuff. Now, we should have a scanner at the front door of the church to scan the hearts of the people before they come in. Right. They well, they help. do have that at the airport, too. You know, the one you have to walk through. Absolutely. You got to walk Raise through the scan. Up. They want to make sure you don't have any metal on you. Well, it's like you up. did that, like, <laughs> there was one for faith. Absolutely. Let's see if you're genuine. <laughs> you got to right. walk through here before you come you in. You know how that would help yeah. me as a pastor, preacher? Yeah. 
I would get that information in the pulpit and be like, okay, I got to preach this kind of way. But here's the thing. And this is where I think the value of the preacher, it, like people, you don't understand the weight, I guess, because you're preaching to all of these different kinds of soil at yes. the same time. Yes. Right. Yes. Because the seed is the same. Yep. So you have a church filled with all sorts of soil. Which is why it's important for a pastor to know his congregation, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you, you all dwell with the people, so you know the per- you know for the overwhelming majority it comes every Sunday uh, members of your church, right? Um, which is a challenge, like you said. So you got to have it. You know, I always say this. It's kind of a burden for me um, to keep to continue to be in prayer and know what I'm gonna say and how I'm gonna say it because you know I always say we got brand we got people who have walked off the streets don't know Jesus. We got younger. Uh, as far as maturity, it's funny our text is talking about maturity because mm-hmm. because verse fourteen says bring fruit to maturity. We have younger Christians. We have in the middle, kind of in the middle as far as maturity, and mm-hmm. then some very mature ones. Yeah, and you got to have something. Yeah. To feed all of them every even in, even and those are just levels of maturity. I yeah. mean, there are the times where people come forward and you don't you you pray that they're genuine, yeah. but then they disappear. Oh, yeah, you yeah. know, or Absolutely. or like there's each one. I think you, you so you've given a, a description to each of these types of hearers. Let's summarize this. Yes. All right. In summary, we have the superficial heart, mm-hmm. right? Yep. That's the one where the devil just takes away the word. That's you right. hear it and then you go back to your old life. As if and you didn't hear that. Drowned all. by your old life, and it's as if you never heard it, right? Yeah. Then there's the hard heart, right? Which is mm-hmm. the rock. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's where you have no root. You okay. can't withstand testing. You can't withstand testing. You will be tested in this wall. Absolutely. God does not promise you a life of ease. You'll never be tested. He just no. promises that He will be with you yeah. in it, right? Endure. To use you and grow you up. That's okay, right. Keep going. So there's then the tangled heart, yep. which is the one that falls on thorns, right? The Receive seed that falls the word, on thorn. uh, but but other things choke it out, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And seed never grows. That's right. Okay. And then the last one is the open heart. Yep. What yep. does the open heart do? It grabs the word of God. Yes. Right, and it grows. Yes. To produce good fruit. Yes. The heart it, it pierces your heart. That's right. There's change. Absolutely. And you act on the change. Amen. Amen. And that's the key. That's so what we're talking about today is that we're, that's where we want to be. Am I, am I right? Right. So everyone who hears the message, hears the seed, the message, the word of God, we can all be um, good soil. Absolutely. You Absolutely. just have to get your heart right. You that's have right. to desire it. That's a good heart, a heart that desires God, that wants to grab a hold of God, right? Amen. Let Jesus change you and, and work with you. And it's a, you have to persevere and you have to commit and you have to be dedicated. Amen. And that is good soil. And it produces so much. Well, that's my goal in life. Right. That's my goal in life. Right. Um, to, to, everything you just said is my goal in life. Uh, um, you have open heart that opens the Bible hold tightly to the Bible, studies it frequently, right? Stay in prayer, what you just said. I want to persevere in doing so to produce good crop. That's Me, right. personally. That's that's the goal. Uh, I want the last one you talked about. Right. I want that kind right. of heart, right? So, so I want to encourage all of our listeners. We've heard all of these different types of soil. If you are not the good soil, you do not have to be the other kinds of soil. That's we right. all have the capacity to be good soil. Absolutely. And that's, again, that's my daily <laughs> prayer every day. Right. Right. Because I will never reach the maturity until I get to heaven. Perfect maturity. So even even the, the most mature Christian 
still is in a learning process and, and trying to get better and better and mature more and more. Mm-hmm. And, and watch this. It's not a commitment of a month or a year or a decade. It's a commitment of a lifetime. It's a lifetime. That through thick and thin, no matter what's going on, thick and thin, ups and downs of life, uh, through good times and bad, right, we are going to be people who whose lives are aligned to the word of God. That's right. And to what Jesus is saying. And that's an everyday thing. I remember you saying that. I can't remember what context you were saying it in, but you, you said that's an everyday thing. Like you can't take a day off. Every you day you have to wake up. You know what it is? It's like a diet, right? Yes. Diets aren't good if that's you just right. do one and like, oh, I'm just going to eat like this way for three weeks or a week or whatever. And I'm going to do. And then you go back to your old way of life and you're going to gain all that weight right back. Amen. Right? Amen. If you want to Amen. continually lose weight, you have to make it a lifestyle and you have to do it. Until the day you die. Amen. <laughs> right? Amen. I like that. that that's it's perfect. a lifestyle change. You have to change your whole relationship with food, right? So same thing with your it, spiritual walk. You just have right. to change your whole relationship with your the word of God. Christ. Yes, yes. As opposed to walk. where you were yeah. before. And, and again, because it's not just salvation fire insurance. That's what you're saying, right? That's right. It's his growth. And it's for all of us. It's for everyone. Here's a question on, on the table. Again, I'm going to say it and I'm done. How responsive are we to God's word? How responsive are we to God's word? Yeah. If if your heart is the first three, then we got to get it to the last one, to the fourth one. We don't want our heart um, um, where it can choke out the word or we don't believe or we hear it and don't act upon it. I want the mature heart. That's that's what I want. I want to be responsive as I as you told me to be when I was younger. Amen. My parents telling me Amen. to do something. Amen. <laughs> That's how you started this whole podcast today. <laughs> That's how we're going to end it. Amen. I want to be like that. I want to respond to God's word as I should have to my parents telling me what to do when I was younger. Amen. So I know you <laughs> wanted to go through verses 16 through 18. No, fine. but no, we're good. We're we can great. leave that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, basically, it, it is, it is just that. It is that thought. It's what you hear and then what you do with it. Yes. Well, well, it's funny because verse 18 says, therefore, take care of how take you listen. Take care of what I was just right, saying. Right. So we can end with verse 18. So take care of how That's you right. listen. For whoever has. To him, more shall be given. Ah. And whoever does not have, even what he thinks he has, Amen. will be taken away. Ooh, I want more. I want more. We want more. Amen. Our Amen. hope is in Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. We hope you enjoyed this workshop. As always, we look forward to meeting you back here next week. Take care. God bless. Thank you for joining us on the Bible Workshop. Now take what we've studied and apply it. We'll see you again next week.